Welcome back to Sin Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we're in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. It reads, Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not my workmanship in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, at least I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who would examine me. Do we not have the right to eat and drink? Do we not have the right to take along a believing wife, as do the other apostles and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working for a living, who serves as a soldier at his own expense, who plants a vineyard without eating any of its fruit, or who tends a flock without getting some of the milk? Do I say these things on human authority? Does not the law say the same? For it is written in the law of Moses, you shall not muzzle an ox when it treads out the grain. Is it for oxen that God is concerned? Does he not certainly speak for our sake? It was written for our sake, because the plowman should plow in the hope, and the thresher thresh in hope of sharing in the crop. If we have sown spiritual things among you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? If others share this frightful claim on you, do we not even more? Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who are employed in the temple service get their food from the temple, and those who serve at the altar share in the sacrificial offerings? In the same way, the Lord commanded those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel. But I have made no use of any of these rights, nor am I writing these things to secure any such provision. For I would rather die than have anyone deprive me of my ground for boasting. For if I preach the gospel, that gives me no ground for boasting. For necessity is laid upon me. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will, I am still entrusted with a stewardship. What then is my reward? That in my preaching I may present the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my right in the gospel. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew, in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly, I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. As we continue our walk through 1 Corinthians, we see here in chapter 9 that Paul explains further what it means that he's willing to do all things to evangelize and to minister to the individuals he has been ministering to in Corinth. And so this extends the discussion of chapter 8, but gives some extensions to what he's talking about. In chapter 8, we talked about the fact that he was willing to set aside his rights, to set aside his liberties, to set aside those things, so that he could do all things possible to help guide people to the Lord. And here we see a little bit more about what that means. So for our nugget of truth for today, we're going to focus in on this concept of becoming all things to all people. 
What does it mean to become all things to all people? First, let's talk about two things that it doesn't mean. The first thing that it doesn't mean is it doesn't mean that he has lowered the standard of what it means to truly trust or accept the gospel. By becoming all things to all men, he's not changing the gospel for it to be appropriate or acceptable for all people to engage with. What I mean by that is he is not altering the message or the contents of the gospel to the point that it would then become less offensive or easier to accept for these people. So someone might say that he watered down the gospel or something like that so that other people might accept it. Or he said, well, there's actually many ways to heaven. This might be one of those. That's not what we're talking about here. He is not changing the gospel. The second thing is he's not beginning to engage in sin so that he can infiltrate the ranks of these other people and then deceptively bring them into the gospel. That's not what he's trying to do either. What we mean by saying he's become all things to all people is that Paul has set aside anything in his life that might be a hindrance or an obstacle to others understanding and comprehending the gospel. He gives us some examples of this. He is not taking a wage to do what he's doing. He has also set aside other liberties that we talked about in the last chapter in terms of the foods that he eats. He said he's willing to give up meat entirely if that will allow him to reach more people for the gospel. So he's setting aside any freedom, any liberty, any right that might get in the way of him establishing, maintaining, and growing a relationship with somebody for the sake of the gospel. And so that's significant in terms of his own personal convictions on what he thinks is necessary to help display the gospel to these people's lives. And when we think about it for us, we should be questioning the same things. What is it that I'm willing to do to help take the gospel to other peoples? Or we might arrive at the same answer by asking a different question. What is it that I'm not willing to give up that will keep people from hearing and understanding the gospel? So what he's saying is he's willing to do everything in his power for that. We saw this similar thought in Romans when he talked about his desire for the salvation of the Jewish people. He was willing to do so much for that, even saying if I would be cursed, that I would approve of that so that these people might truly understand what God desires from them. So Paul has a radical desire for evangelism of the lost, a radical desire to see lost people saved. And he is willing to do whatever it takes to establish, to maintain, and to grow these relationships for the sake of the gospel, that it might extend through him and that there might be nothing in his life that sets up obstacles or hindrances to others understanding the truth of the gospel. As far as a question from this passage, let's jump down to verse 24. This verse might be a little bit confusing in terms of the metaphor that it's using. And so in our Hebrew study, we talked about the fact that we're all running the race with endurance, that we're all doing this together. We're all working together as a part of God's body of believers, as a part of the community of believers that he has given an opportunity to respond to the gospel in the way in which we have. And so here we see, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? This is not telling us that we're running against one another. And so I think that's important for us to note. We're not running against one another, but in terms of what he's trying to say, we're running 
such that we would receive the goal of the prize that would be given. When we think about that, what it's saying is you're doing the things that God is calling you to do, exercising discipline, cultivating other things like self-control here in this passage, and you're doing it so that you can gain the prize, the prize that is much more valuable than the prize that the runners get. And so it's important that we understand, hey, this is still not saying we're running against other people. We're still doing that within the community of believers. We're still strengthening, encouraging, edifying, building up one another. But when we do that, the point is that we are doing that such that we might receive the prize that awaits. That prize is not just, though, for one person. That prize is for all who endure that race and all who move forward to obey and honor the gospel in their life. And so that's an important little distinction here. Sometimes we get metaphors in the scriptures that uh, definitely go in two different routes but are using the same type of image. This is one of those places, the difference between what's being said here and what's being said in the book of Hebrews that we've been talking about in our Sunday afternoons together. So I thought that was worth us discussing for a little bit so that we make sure that we understand what we are saying and what we're not saying here in this passage. And so there might be other things that you have questions about here from this passage. As we continue to work through 1 Corinthians, we're always asking you, as we do every time on this podcast, to interact with what you've heard and what you're learning, to seek out questions. Maybe it's something from the text, something that's happened here on the podcast that you need a little bit more clarification on, or you want to dive into deeper, that you want to look at further so that you can grow personally in your understanding of God's Word. Because I know as I do that, as I get into the Scriptures, as I examine them, as I study them greater, it creates in me a desire to grow in my love for the Lord. It creates in me a desire to defeat sin in my life. It creates in me a desire to grow together stronger with the community of believers so that I can encourage them and help them to be used in a greater way for God's kingdom. Note today, you are loved. You're-